1969, a trailblazer emerged during a desegregation crisis in Northampton County, North Carolina. James Henry Jones, a black farmer with a seventh grade education, led integration efforts and became the first black school board chairman in the state of North Carolina. A documentary film about James Henry Jones has turned out to be an award winner as it plays across the nation. The filmmaker of Chairman Jones, an improbable leader, happens to be Jones' very own daughter. Anna Jones joins me right now on this week's Friday feature interview of the week on WNCW. I'm Paul Foster. Good morning. Good morning. A free screening of this historic film is going to be held this coming Monday, October the 15th, at Gardner-Webb University, located in nearby Cleveland County, the town of Bowling Springs, and it's co-sponsored by Wild Acres Leadership Initiative as part of its William C. Friday Fellowship for Human Relations and Curriculum. That program, by the way, open to the public, begins at 6.30 p.m. in the Tucker Student Center. We'll get back to more of that, and I want to begin by letting you share with us a little little bit about your background and what your relationship was like with your father. Well, I grew up in Northampton County, North Carolina. That's in the northeastern part of North Carolina. Went to school there, and then my um, formal education was done here in Durham, North Carolina, where I now reside. I had a career in an IBM Corporation and took an early retirement from there, and I decided I would take some art courses to start a new way of looking at life. And along the way, I discovered my father's story and thought it needed to be documented. And that's how I, you know, rolled into this documentary filmmaking. It's, I'm a first-time filmmaker and didn't exactly know how to go about doing that, but I went to the Center for Documentary Studies at uh, Duke, took some classes, and then decided that I needed to get out and start producing the film because the people who could tell me the story were passing away. And so I made those contacts up there in Northampton County, and the story just began to unfold. Now, Northampton County, of course, well east of us in the upper part of the state near the Virginia line, isn't that area of North Carolina known as the Black Belt? A group of counties, because this is the region of North Carolina where you have Halifax County there, Northampton County, Bertie County, Hertford County, Warren County, all of these counties make up what is considered the Black Belt. And that is a region where the predominant populations are African American. And it's been that way since the institution of slavery back in the, in the 1800s, due primarily to the agriculture nature of those counties, tobacco, cotton, peanuts, that sort of thing. So taking us back many years ago to that time period, your father was a farmer. What led him to wanting to take this stand? I think it was because he had children of his own. There are eight of us. He was sharecropping on a former slave plantation. And I believe that my father looked around at his situation and just thought that things could be better and decided that he would try as best he could with the limited education and resources that he had to make a difference in his community. So first of all, he had to move himself out of the sharecropping situation into a situation that would give him more of a voice. When you're sharecropping, you have no voice. So he was able to find a way to rent a few acres of property. And when you're renting, you get to make the decisions. So he got to make the decisions about his farmland. And from there, he could make some inroads and have a voice. So he became the president of the PTA. He and my mother always went to PTA meetings because they were interested in what was going on with all of us. 
So the PTA uh, presidency gave him a forum for which he could fight for education and also a constituency for which he could now make some political inroads. What were some of the things you learned that he went through to become the first black school board chairman in the state of North Carolina? I was wondering myself, I had this question, how does a black farmer with a seventh grade education under North Carolina's Jim Crow system become chairman of the county's board of education and eventually the first black chairman of a school board in the, in the county? I think that there was a strategy. First of all, he had to, as I said before, he had to find a way out of sharecropping. And he did that by just boldly making a move. And that's reflected in the film. He then had to get the right to vote. Black people had to get the right to vote in Northampton County. And once they were able to vote, now you also have to get them comfortable with voting. Because remember, many of them were sharecroppers. And when you're a sharecropper, you have no voice. The landowner can decide whether you vote, whether your children can go to school. So we had to get through that hurdle. And then the next hurdle was getting them comfortable voting. He ran for the school board twice, and he lost twice. But there was a young white lawyer who wanted to go to the General Assembly in Raleigh. And so he made a political deal with my father and some other black leaders. If they would help him get to the legislature, when he got there, he would change the number of members on the Northampton County School Board from five to seven and appoint my father to the school board. They got him elected. So my father went into the school board as an appointee, uninvited, but unafraid. He's a lone black voice in that room. And so together with the other white farmers who were also members of the school board, they were able to, over time, get past their differences and do what was right for all of the children of Northampton County. They funded all of the schools and somehow finding a way to reach people where they were. His approach was being fair-handed and listening to other people's understanding the other side of the issue and making recommendations based on that. I wish that we could get some of our uh, leadership today to do more of that, to uh, be listening to the other side and to be fair. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? Exactly. One of the questions that I, I asked myself was, well, why was he not paralyzed by fear or racism? Mm. And the answer to that, that, that I came up with was where he was. Who, who was to say he wasn't? But he stepped out in spite of that. And that if he could reach across racial lines and political lines to make a difference in Northampton County, we could do that again today by just talking to each other. I think Anna Jones has just given us another good reason to go see this documentary about her late father, James Henry Jones, and what he stood for many years ago. Anna, your father, I understand, has been passed away for over 30 years now. Say if he was still with us today, what do you think that he would say about where his vision for racial progress in schools has gone, perhaps? I think that my father would see that his vision for uh, education for children in North Carolina, in Northampton County, has gone backwards. Uh, During the time that he was working, uh, North Carolina's approach initially was freedom of choice as their policy toward integration. Fifty years later, it seems to me that the same sentiment persists. It's just that the vocabulary has changed, and we see that reflected in the charter school movement. Integration in and of itself was never the goal for those like my father who were fighting for equal rights. What he was fighting for was for opening access to high-quality education. 
I think he would be sad because he didn't have education. He mourned the loss of his own education, and he was determined that everyone around him, if it were up to him, would have at least an opportunity. You have got to feel good about the response that the film has received so far. Numerous honors, even the Audience Choice Award at the Summertime Real to Real Film Festival in nearby Shelby in Cleveland County, North Carolina. And you're going to Minnesota, I understand, this very weekend. The film is being enthusiastically received by audience here in the United States, as well as internationally, receiving a lot of Audience Choice Awards, receiving invitational screenings, North Carolina School Boards Association had screened my film. This is a personal story of an unlikely leader played out in the historical context of a specific place during one of the most turbulent eras in our nation's history. What we see played out in Chairman Jones is civility, respect, integrity. Anna Jones' documentary about her father, Chairman Jones, an improbable leader will take place at Gardner-Webb University this coming Monday evening, beginning at 6.30 p.m. in the Tucker Student Center. And another thing to keep in mind is that the event will also include a panel discussion where there will be questions and comments from the audience. Filmmaker Anna Jones, our guest on WNCW's Friday feature. Thank you, Paul. I'm Paul for WNCW. And remember, Friday feature podcast also at WNCW.org.